0: Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the past, present, and future king. Before telling of inns, shepherds, and wise men, Luke begins his gospel with the visitations of angels, sent to prepare the way and inform those ready for the miracles that were coming. Mary had been chosen since the foundation of the world to be the mother of the Savior, but she didn't know that yet. In chapter 1, Luke records the angel Gabriel appearing to the young woman Telling her of the wonderful plans of the Lord that she had a part in. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. David had been one of the greatest kings in Jewish history. Though he had made mistakes, he unified Israel and created a kingdom that seemed like it would survive for centuries. Both Mary and Joseph were descendants of David, meaning Jesus was the legitimate heir to the throne occupied by King Herod. He could have been the king of Israel, but due to history and politics, was instead born into the home of a carpenter. The Lord's plan was never to come as an earthly king, though. He already had a kingdom, inherited from his Father, the King of heaven and earth. The purpose of Jesus in coming to earth was to prepare the world and our hearts for the coming of the kingdom of heaven. So the Lord came as a humble servant of his Father. Christmas is a wonderful time to remember the reason Jesus came to earth. I like how Paul explains it in 1 Corinthians 15. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive, but every man in his own order. Christ the firstfruits, afterward they that are Christ's at his coming. Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. The coming of the kingdom of God is something to look forward to. The Lord is a kind and just ruler and for our benefit by his own sacrifice, all members of his kingdom will be saved in the last day. Membership in God's kingdom includes the promise of eternal life, the ability to overcome both physical death and spiritual death. Jesus Christ came to earth as a king, not to conquer mankind and place us under subjugation, but as our true king. His rule frees us from the bonds of sin and Satan, opening up the possibility for us to reach our true potential unburdened by mistakes and regrets from mortality. As Jesus said, the kingdom of God, the real kingdom of God, is within us, in our hearts. It's not a kingdom we're forced to be part of, like a conquering earthly kingdom. Instead, it's one we choose to belong to. During the Christmas season, we celebrate the coming of a being who was once a baby, who became our Savior, and who will one day return again as our loving King. This is what God's people have been waiting for throughout the thousands of years before His birth, angels, prophets, and saints came to announce the coming of a King whose reign was so anticipated as to fill hundreds of pages of Scripture. Who could blame them for looking forward to Him? His regime promised peace on earth, goodwill toward men, and we can choose him as the king of our hearts, here and now. And that's the good word. A production of BYU Radio.